Hey, mamas. Welcome to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. How many times a day do you either out loud or to yourself say the phrase, I don't have time? I don't have time to get everything done that I need to in the house. I don't have time to get everything done at work because of the things I need to do at home or vice versa. I don't have time to do everything I need to for the kids. I don't have time for my personal appointments. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to go to the salon. I don't have time to take a breath. I don't have time to pee. And then you may just generalize it and say, you know what? I just don't have time for anything. Or I never have time for anything. If this is you, then I am so glad you're here because we are going to address why this isn't serving you and what you can do instead. So we can agree. The list of everything we don't have time for can seem pretty damn endless, right? So I want you to ask yourself, after you say those words, I don't have time, what emotion generally comes afterwards? Would it be guilt, possibly? Guilt that you have to sacrifice one thing over another? For instance, you may have three baskets full of laundry to put away but you realized you had projects to finish up at work. Or maybe you have a podcast episode to record. (laughs) Or maybe you feel disappointed, right? Or frustrated or even angry or, oh man, overwhelmed, right? And then how do you typically behave afterwards? Do you retreat because you're overwhelmed? Do you shut down because you're frustrated? Do you beat yourself up before you, you know, because you feel guilty? None of those combinations of behaviors and emotions add more time to your day. FYI, does that really serve you? I'm going to guess, actually, no, I'm going to affirm no. So in working with clients over the years and in talking to just all moms in my life, friends, moms that are friends and family that are moms and all of the above, I found that this phrase of I don't have time is one that is at the top three of all incantations that we moms tell ourselves on a daily basis. And what have I said about, you know, in past episodes about incantations? The brain will go where we tell it to go. So if we continue to feed it an incantation that doesn't match the blueprint for what we want out of our lives each day, then we create and experience the very thing that we keep chanting in our minds over and over and over, that is the total opposite of what we want. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, Relly, there is no time. This isn't, you know, a perception or opinion of me or that I'm making for myself, right? It's just a fact. The fact that there is no time in the day. There's not enough hours in the day. I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to give you a fair warning. You may or may not want to punch me in the face while I'm saying this, but it's not going to stop me from saying it. So are you ready? You have more power over your time than you give yourself credit for. I know. I'm going to say it again. You have more power over your time than you give yourself credit for. Now, notice I'm not telling you that you have power over time or power over your time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not implying that you're some sort of wizard that can bend time or that you have your own personal DeLorean where you can hop on and just go back and forth. 
But what I am saying is that you have more time than you give yourself credit for. But your blind spot, that incantation of I don't have time is getting in the way. So I want to tell you about a TED Talk that I watched years ago, and it was about time management. I can't for the life of me remember the presenter. So if somebody else watched this, please send me a DM. Let me know because I I couldn't find it. But I remember she asked this question, and it's always stuck with me. And it's a great example. The question was, what would happen if a pipe would burst in your living room, like right now, and your living room floods? Well, you may say to yourself, well, what do you mean? I would call the plumber and fix it. Or if you're handy, I may fix it myself. Good for you. But but no, that's not what I mean. So if you're saying, yes, okay, that's what I would do. But what would happen to the time for the day? You see, we don't take out our magic wand and magically create more time for you to take all the steps necessary to get a plumber there and fix it, deal with the cleanup and all of that jazz. No. None of us have that power. So the only way to achieve the pipe getting fixed is by reallocating time. Reallocation of time. Taking time from something else and using that time to fix the mess in the living room, right? So you see, the things that we absolutely needed to do that day, they got postponed, right? They got sidelined because the pipeline bursting in the living room. That important meeting that was so important, now it just has to wait. That important doctor's appointment ends up getting rescheduled. That special house project that you've been looking forward to gets put on hold. But guys, notice time didn't change. Our perception of time changed. Think about it. Think about outliers that have happened to you, whether it's maybe you actually have had a pipe bursting in your living room or something else emergent that has happened, right? That you've had to drop what you're doing to prioritize whatever this X variable is. I bet you got through it. I bet you got through it, ladies. Maybe a little bumped and bruised sometimes, but you did get through it because if you're listening to this and that means you're sitting here, you're breathing, right? You're taking this in. So by very definition, you're alive and you survived. For me, I'm going to tell you, as I'm recording this episode, guys, our entire Gulf Coast of Florida is on a hurricane warning. So as we get prepared for a major hurricane making landfall in like, I don't know, less than 48 hours, um, you know, we're, we're kind of dealing with this, this situation. So as of today, most of us Floridians on this coast, we're just adjusting our days as we go. We all have plans. We all have our meetings. We all have our day-to-day, right? We have the the one, two, three that needs to get done. But here we are. We're paying attention to businesses closing, right? Families have to prepare for their homes. We have to adjust to school closures. Um, the kids are really looking forward to that. So for us that live here in Florida, this is pretty routine for us. So, you know, we're Floridians. We're, we're kind of used to this. Kind of make even a joke out of it. Like, fear Floridians kind of just comes with the territory, you know? Um, we actually have a hurricane season. And once that season starts, we know that we just have to be prepared. It's just part of the part of the territory comes with the package of living in the sunshine state. But something I always admire when we have to switch to this hurricane mode is the level of grace that we have for one another in our community. It's a really beautiful thing. Everyone just adjusts. No questions asked, no judgments made. We help one another. Does someone need to put a hurricane, um, their hurricane shutters out? Cool. 
I'll send my teen boys to go help you out. My sister was actually delivering water bottles to someone that couldn't find any at the store um, this morning. It's amazing, guys. So I share this with you because in this scenario, the hurricane scenario, the hurricane warning became the pipe bursting in the room, right? We didn't just get magical time that got given to us for us to do these things. We had to reallocate time. So if you're following, the moral of the story here is that if something is important enough, right, then you're going to reallocate your time to meet that immediate need. And to follow my hurricane example here while we're doing it, it works much better when you apply grace to the reallocation, right? Grace, it's a beautiful thing. But here's the thing. The two examples I just gave you, ladies, they're disasters. One's a home plumbing disaster and the other's a natural disaster. I don't want you to wait for a disaster to hit in order for you to recognize the power of time reallocation or allocation. So, which brings me to our wellness moms. Our wellness needs to be the pipe bursting in the room or the hurricane. We just don't prioritize it because we don't give it the same value score, if you will. I'm over here making my my little quotation marks. So value score, as if there is one. We don't give it the same value score of a home disaster or a natural disaster. So we have to stop saying things like, I don't have time for me. I don't have time for my wellness appointments or to recharge my batteries or to just sit in silence. I don't have time to pee. (laughs) My moms with toddlers know exactly what I'm talking about with this or babies. The point is we need to stop. We need to stop because when this becomes our default incantation, then we are literally training our brain to continue to put up, to put ourselves last. So I want to offer you something better. Now, you know, I'm all about the reframes. I love a good reframe. So taking one incantation that doesn't serve us very well and then rearranging it to something that does serve us. So I'm going to ask you to remove the, I don't have time from your language. Okay. Take the, I don't have time, remove it from your language. I'm going to ask you to insert, I'm making time blank, or I will make time for blank. Now, the blank is a future date or a reallocation of where that time goes. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Instead of saying, I don't have time to take a nap. This is for all you moms, but (laughs) for, especially for my moms with new littles. Okay, this... I've been there before. You want to take a nap. You, you're you maybe going through sleep struggles. Um, and I, oh, I've been there. I've been there. I'm still there a little bit. But instead of saying, I don't have time to take a nap, say, I'm making time for a nap this afternoon after I get X, Y, and Z done. Or I will make a time for a long nap this weekend, a longer nap this weekend. Or I will make uh, going to bed earlier priority tonight since I'm choosing not to nap this afternoon. What do these versions all have in common? They all indicate choice. Therefore, it implies you're in control. You see, a, a fear likes to think that we're not in control, right? Fear says, no, you're helpless. You're helpless. And, and time is one of the things that is very easy to feel helpless about, right? So we just see the clock tick, 
We just see all the things that we didn't get to do for the day. And then fear says, you see, you see what you were worried about is is happening. You know, you can't keep up. And then it just validates all the shitty things that we tell ourselves. But if we choose to see and affirm to ourselves that we are in control, that we can allocate most of our time, then we remember that we hold the power of the present moment. Remember that thing, the present moment? Remember, our brain likes to think that, oh, things in the future, you know, we we stay stuck in the future and then it creates anxiety. We stay stuck in the past. It creates depression. But the power of the moment is a beautiful thing. And we can choose what to do with every second that passes by in that moment. And that's the reality of it. So I want you to try this new reframe this week, moms. Anytime you catch yourself saying, I don't have time. Just say, whoops, hold on. Remember to add that little grace, all right? That Floridian grace during hurricane season. Whoops, hold on, I'm making time or I will make time and then insert insert your flavor of whatever time. I hope you found this helpful, moms. I wanna hear all about it. Um, If you're not part of the Facebook group, go ahead and join at Daily Mom Joy. Um, and let me know if this reframe has been working for you this week. I want to hear about these things. Let joy be your default, ladies. I will talk to you next week.